You've seen her comedy concerts in all the big cities, like Zorro, Ohio at the Elks Lodge, at bingo halls in Stockholm, Wisconsin, and working the retirement home in Louisiana, Missouri. And now you hear her thoughts on her No Reason podcast. Here's Nola J, the chocolate blonde, on the No Reason podcast. Can I kick it? Welcome to the No Reason Podcast. I'm your host, Nola J, a.k.a. Chocolate Blonde, a.k.a. Jizzle. And I'm the young Don Suave, a.k.a. Young Suave Sutra, a.k.a. Don S. The King, a.k.a. Suave Mente, a.k.a. Suavarati. Don't hurt nobody. Don't tell nobody. You know, I've been trying to make these episodes short and your intro is about 20 hours long is it is that necessary what does all that mean anyway i've, I've been shortening it every episode you haven't shortened it it gets longer and longer oh the don is the king oh my god welcome to the no reason podcast episode 108 everything straight mm-hmm. shit and he swear he's got bars we feeling great i hope you guys had a great week um how's your week just my week is my week was good. It's busy. Just busy. I stay busy. Just a lot going on. Uh, been doing a lot. Was doing a lot. What had, you been up to? Had gigs. Uh, on top of gigs? Gigs, trivia, gigs. Uh, what else? I feel like, oh, state fair. Oh, you had the turkey legs? No, I didn't just I actually volunteered there. I, um... I ate one of the creepy crawler cupcakes, the cupcake, crawler, cupcake that had bugs on it. So it had like earth wind, earthworms, earth wind and fire. No, earth wind and fire <laughs> was on it. Yeah, earthworms, crickets, scorpions. What? And something else on it. It was a chocolate cupcake. So I ate that. It was crunchy. That's all I can say. I posted it on um, my Snapchat and Instagram. And Facebook. Did they pay you or like what? Why no, did you I do just that? did it. You lost a bet? Like, like, no, I didn't lose a bet at all. I just did it. You? Like, why do you? No. You just eat crickets and. No, I really don't. They gave me like a punch card. I'm like, I'm not coming back. This is not a thing. I'm oh, not going to be like. another one of them. That's what, that's what I, I didn't like. Like, oh, I'm she's like. one of us. No, I was like, <laughs> you can keep the punch card. I'm just trying this just because. I heard I heard about it. I had, um, because the State Fair always bring crazy food. So I went online and looked up what was going to be crazy there this year. And um, it said the Creepy Crawler Cupcake. And I was volunteering for the Salvation Army. I was passing out water at the fair. And them people were so damn appreciative because water at the fair is like three, four bucks, a bottle of water. Oh, wow. So we was passing out the the real good water was Culligan, I think. Is that a such water person? Culligan? Or I feel like that's close to it, but it's a very good water. And so we're passing it out and also we'll fill up water bottles and stuff like that. So everybody, and it was hot. It was a hot day. So, um. So you were their savior. Man, them people so appreciative because it was free. But I tell you one thing, I'm so glad when the Bucks was doing the championship, they were showing the Deer District. Because our state fair, man, people was wearing some bullshit. I just didn't understand what they was wearing. I, there was some things <laughs> that they should have never walked out the house in. I'm like, 
what are these people wearing? Like, seriously, like, I know we've been locked down for eight months or 18 months. And there hasn't been any festivals. Right. This is probably one of the many. This is my second festival. Yeah, Puerto Rican festival was my first one since, the, since we've opened back up, since festivals are allowed. But State Fair, I get it. We've been in the house. But damn. They dress like they're still in the house. Man, I'm going to tell you one thing. I, I almost started doing a tally on how many fanny packs I saw and visors. Fanny packs, packs and visors. This is an ugly-ass combination. That's all I can say. I'm mm. like, dang, this is some ugly stuff. Is this a unisex or is it I don't know. And then some of the people where they, they barely wearing clothes, but they got a lot of meat. Man, it's uh, stuff hanging out. And then oh, it's some of the <laughs> hairstyles and... Ooh. I'm so glad they showed the Deer District. That's all I can say. It wasn't the red carpet. So you're glad they didn't have to show that? I'm glad they Milwaukee. didn't come and show the State Fair. But the State Fair isn't in Milwaukee. It's on. The, it's in West Dallas. So anybody who lives in Milwaukee understands why it was wild looking. But it was wild. It was wild. But it was nice. It was cool. I got my corn on the cob. I've been meaning. I'm, man, I couldn't wait to get that. I've been wanting to get that forever. Um, the Creepy Crawler Cupcake. And I was looking for, a, I thought they had prime rib on a stick, but they, it really was prime jerky, prime rib jerky, so I didn't get that crap. And let me see, did I get anything else? Where The weirdest thing was the cupcake. That was it. That was the weirdest thing? Yeah, that was it. So you finished the whole thing? I finished the whole thing. I finished the whole thing. The other volunteers looked at me like, they took pictures that I'm like, don't be fronting now and act like you ate and then posted on social media. Be old capping, capping asses. <laughs> I hate people who do that. Like they was all taking a picture of him. I'm like, don't. If I, I don't. I'm not friends with him on Facebook or Instagram or anything. But man, let me come across you with that picture talking about you just ate this. Right. No. Take the credit for what. Yeah, you... I don't take the credit. So yeah, I did that. I did it for no reason. I mean, how did it feel in the morning? Did you? Fight? No did, reason. Did you inter- Were you energetic? Did it give you protein? I mean, like... it's protein. So you felt strong? Like, you was like, all no, right. No, I just did it for no reason. There okay. was absolutely no reason why I did it. Okay. No reason. So, yeah, I did state fear, gigs, trivia. I trained someone last night in trivia, which was cool because she kind of knew what she was doing, so I didn't have to do much. I let her run the show. The only thing did, she kept me, she had me cracking up. She didn't know this because she kept saying, when she said the next question, she'd be like, or no, when we when we when the song went in and then she got to read the question because after the song ends, I come back on the mic and then I be like, okay, question number fourteen, whatever. Mm-hmm. She get back on. She's like, all righty then. <laughs> she kept doing that after. Mm-hmm. She kept doing that after every. I was like, who is this? Jim Carrey, Peck Detective. She's like, all righty oh, then. All righty then. Yeah. So that was cracking me up. So I trained her. Um. I feel like I've done a lot, but my brain ain't clicking what I did. I've done. I've, I've just been busy. Um, How was your show? Not the trivia, but. Show was really good. I always, I love working with Marlon. It was a good show. We had a good show. I had, I, I had a show at 2 o'clock in the afternoon in the suburbs outside in a tent with uh, Chris Barnes. One of my favorite comedians, I, he was there. It was fun, but it was a hundred damn degrees. Yeah, it was fun, but luckily inside the tent there was a fan, so oh, that you had was a fan? good. 
a fan, a little fan inside the tent, like a blow fan. A little fan, like a little person. I like a. I, you ask stupid questions. You know that. I, t- I t- you just ask some stupid questions sometimes. Clarity. A little person fan. You had a little fan sitting in a tent. Like, like a t- I mean, it wasn't. It was on the ground, and it, I don't know the name of the fan. I was trying to describe it, but you keep interrupting me with this stupid question. <laughs> it was one of those. I guess the outside fan that you can have. I don't. I've I've never owned one, but I was just happy it was there. So it was. Okay. It was inside at the tent cover dust. Um, Chris went out to the sun and talked to them. I stayed under the tent with the fan. When when he did his set, he went out there in that hot ass sun. I, I don't know how he did it, but it was hot. But it was a lot of fun. It was packed. They had a good time. We all had a good time. It was Sunday fun day. Um, it was kind of funny too because there was people driving down the street in the neighborhood because we just at a bar outside, set outside close to the parking lot. And Chris was just ribbing the people that was coming through. Like he was getting on the people that was like just the neighborhood. It was funny. This, the mm. timing was perfect. The crazy stuff that was going on. That showed then before that, that Saturday night, I was with Chris again. Um, but that show was like 11 o'clock at night. Man, that was late. So we did 11 o'clock at night, late show. And then a, afternoon at 2.30 in the afternoon yeah, the next day. So, but it was fun. I had a really good weekend. It was good. It was a good time kicking it with Chris and we have fun and everybody enjoy themselves. Um, I'm still trying to remember things. Things are coming to me right now. And then um, Saturday, I got done with my gig. I met up with Swizzle and Pops and our cousins from out of town because we had a death in our family. Uh, that would be my great aunt. Yeah. So my great aunt passed away. Our great aunt passed away. And so I met up with the family after my gig at Pops' favorite bar. We sat outside. We had a good time. We have family in from L.A., New York. Texas. In Texas. So. In Milwaukee. It, oh, in Milwaukee. <laughs> I'll according, according to you to your uh your stepmom oh what we, uh, we have people come from milwaukee too because <laughs> they didn't get recognition on facebook because oh. oh yeah we have family come from oh no, no, okay no. well let me explain you guys what he's talking about our sister posted a picture the next day and uh, um saying family come together from in the all the cities that i named and i guess a Milwaukee person said Anne from Milwaukee because they felt left out, which makes absolutely no damn sense. Because yeah. where are you coming from? From Milwaukee, if you're already in Milwaukee. So I don't know what... Social media make people feel so needy for attention or some type of recognition. It's weird. Yeah. Come from <laughs> Milwaukee. That don't even make sense. We're in Milwaukee. They feel I can, left out, you know? Okay, but that wasn't about you, though. That's my thing. Like, as far as saying leaving people out, you were tagged in the post, but it wasn't about you, though. It was basically just saying it was good to see family. It's sad that we have to come together sometimes on these type of occasions. But we had everyone come in from L.A. to Texas to New York. We had a good time in spite of what was going on, even though it was a sad time. We made it back. That's what that post, that's what I would have got on that post, not... I was tagged in the post and I never once said, oh my God, what about me? It, went, it had nothing to side? do me with me. It, it was yeah. just about family. 
I, that's why I can't stand social media, man. I wish you people would rebel against um, what's dude who own it, Mark Zuckerberg Mark. or whatever his name is. I wish y'all would rebel against because he he get away with murder because ain't nobody gonna delete their Facebook account. I couldn't get nobody to have a revolution to do that. That yeah. would no the people would tell me to 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 kiss their ass if I said let's let's boycott Facebook, please. Please. Right. They wouldn't even do it. So I I don't go into that much. I'll post every now and then. I have my page, of course, and I have my sports group. And my niece, she always tagging me and stuff, but she's a teenager. That's what she do. So I just a deal teenager, with it. She, she be on Facebook? Yeah. Man. But um, <clears throat> that's, that's crazy when people be like, what's she going to say? What about people from Milwaukee? Wow. And it's that boomer generation, too, on Facebook. Like, they really love the attention. My mom would be like, did you see my Facebook page? I was like, I'm not your friend. So how would I see your post? Right. And she's like, oh, well, go look at my page. I'm like, no, I'm not going to go look at your page. That, I don't care what you're posting and what you're talking about. I talk to you every day. I know what's going on in your life. I don't know what you're doing. Over, ah, I put up this post. I got a whole bunch of likes. You're 60 some years old, lady. Does this really matter? Talking about likes. <laughs> but baby boomers talk about likes. They took over Facebook, period. So that's their thing. Facebook to me is for boomers, period. Yeah. That's what I look at it. I, I look at Facebook like 60 and above at this point because it's just, it's just a bunch of, just, just, it is weird. It's just weird. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, so we all hung out. That was a lot of fun. We we stayed into the night, of course, hanging out. Swizzle lost his phone, but he really didn't. Our sister actually took his phone, probably thinking it was hers. Yeah. So <laughs> Long you night. texted me at five in the morning about your phone. I'm like, I don't know what you expect me to do about it. I don't know. I ain't seen. I don't even know what your phone looked like. I got to keep up with my old phone. Okay. So, that's, how, that's how crazy I text you actually where my phone was. I'm like, I don't know where it's at. <laughs> I have no idea because you got 700,000 numbers. So I'm yeah. like, I, half the time, I don't even know. I don't even save a phone number of yours because I don't even know what number is what anymore. So it is what it is. Well, let me talk about that day because that day was that day was interesting. And uh, we it started with the funeral, started with that. But a lot of family came. Some people I had never met before. So cousins that that are from Cali, one in particular that I had never met. So being able to for them to come and they're in Milwaukee for the first time in their life and we're hanging out at the house and you know, pops, you know, obviously we're we're coming in with the liquor. Everybody everybody else just chilling. And it's funny, everybody was like not make not there was like uh kinda uneasy about it at first. But mm -hmm. then after a little while, one person needed a drink, then the next person. And then after a while, everybody's holding a red cup. <laughs> so that was that was funny watching that. So you said at first they, they were like... At, at the house. We met up at, at our great aunt's house. And at first, nobody was like trying to drink. Everybody was Because they're not from like, Wisconsin. They're not like us. But it took one of our cousins to say, I need a drink. And then the person she was with needed a drink and... So, but I met I, I met some interesting people like one I of wish our, you spit it out yeah but one of our cousins I found she she dances with Sweetie 
So I was talking with her for a little bit because, you know, one of my clients is Sweetie's hairstylist. Okay. So, like, that was, that was like, crazy. So we were talking about a bunch of stuff. And then, um, yeah, we, like, we ended up going to this bar. We tried to go to, a, like, a like a jazz club because, you know, we wanted to show them the best in Milwaukee. There's a jazz club right there on Martin Luther King Drive now, that new one. What's it called? That opened up that everyone goes to. I can't think of the name of it right yeah, now. I, I had no idea. I, was I told Pops about it. He's like, yeah, I know about it. I know about it. And I'm like, yeah. It's, Is it the Creole? I don't know. I, I just told you I don't know the name of oh, okay. it. I have no idea, but it opened up within the last year. Everyone talks about it. It's supposed to be really nice. I asked Pops about it. He said he knew about it. So I, I, when I remember the name, I'll let you know. Well, we tried Jazz Estate, and we tried the the one down on the south side. Uh, but neither one of them had live music. You tried Caroline's? Caroline's. That's what I was talking about. Caroline's and then Blue. But Blue, they stopped, the music stopped at like 11 or something, and it was already 9. So we ended up at the Ret, and that's that's where we Oh, been. that's where I met you guys at. Oh, you yeah. guys were doing that. Oh, that's how you ended up there. Okay. Yeah, we were trying to find somewhere classy, get get a section or something, but we ended up back there, and that's... I don't know how I ended up calling you, but... You texted me. You said we at the Ret come through. I had just finished my gig, literally... I was in the car heading back home. It was like 9.15. I'm like, you know what? I'll go. Um, it's still a little early. And that's why I dropped my car off and caught a lift. Yeah. Came through. And Swizzle was big, big baller that night. He wouldn't <laughs> let nobody buy any drinks or anything. Or and It was funny. I told the bartender, don't let anybody pay. So, like, Kendra and I guess her boyfriend kept. He was like, he was like flustered. He was like, man, the bartender wouldn't let, let wouldn't take our money. Like he kept complaining. <laughs> right. I was like, just roll with it. Just That's because you was doing it. Anything else going on? Uh, nah, just in the lab with the music. Here you go again. This, this album. This album, I got three projects I'm working on, working on my project. And then this project, uh, with Jay Reddy, this Eric B and Rakim inspired project. And, uh, yeah, just in the lab. What about Pop's album? Uh, he hasn't booked any studio time oh, okay. recently. I don't, I don't know what's going on. T said the generation gap was coming back, but he blamed it on me and why it stopped. Wait, this is an update? or? Yeah, he told me Saturday the reason it stopped was because I kept having gigs on Saturday, which is the truth. And um, I said, well, we can always switch today. Like... So now it's, that that's the reason now. I so can't that's get a straight. That's what it was. I don't know if that's it. He he <laughs> switches his story every time. So now that's it. Right. So we'll see if it'll come back. All right. So the album, yours almost done or what? No, nah, it's not almost done. Okay. I work on albums like Kanye. Like okay. it's, it's just ongoing. Well, so, but I do got two tracks that are pretty much done. And at this point, it's basically just timing of, Dropping it, getting the video done and all that, so. Anything else you do or that's, you know, Swizz, you guys, here we go. I'm trying to pull the stuff out. I'm not going to get anything. Now that he got this album thing that he keeps talking about every time, we go keep using that as what he's doing. Yeah, because that's, so, um, that's, that's pretty that's much, that's pretty much it. That's it. That's all you do. That's how I spend my, my evenings and switching my schedule up and trying to get up at like four or five and like work on music first so I get out the way and then do that, so. Nothing exciting. 
Okay, well, that was boring. You guys, I'm so sorry. I thought we was going to get something exciting <laughs> out of him. That was strictly boring. So what we're going to do is going to take a break. And we're going to come back and we're going to kick some sports. We're going to do a little entertainment. And the Jizzle Corner, I don't even know. The Jizzle Corner might get cut out if we go run out of time. But I do have stories, of course. I always got a story. You got to have it. You can't cut out the Jizzle Corner. I always corner. got a story. So we're going to take a break, you guys. We'll be right back. This is episode 108, the No Reason Podcast. I am Nola J. And I am young Don Suave. Please say the A and... Don't touch that dial. I, dude, we'll there's, be right back. Dude, there's something seriously wrong with you. I just don't know what it is. We'll be right back. <laughs> and we are back. It's the No Reason Podcast, episode 108. Everything I, straight. Wow. You just go cut me off? Nah. Go I was. <sighs> and I am Nola J. <laughs> and the rude dude who interrupted me, say your name. The rude boy. Yeah, rude boy. Young Don Suave, a.k.a. Don S. I, you guys, something's wrong with Don again this evening. So I'll do what I normally do. Just carry it. All right. So let's get into some sports. I watched something I couldn't wait for to come out on Netflix. It came out on August 10th. The Malice in the Palace. That big old fight between the Pits, Pitsons. I can't even talk. Detroit. In India, Indiana, Detroit, India. That would have been an interesting one. Detroit, India, <laughs> Afghanistan. And that would have been a real interesting um, fight. Um, Detroit versus Indiana in 2004. That's that famous fight with Ron Artest, known as Metal Peace now. Um, Stephen Jackson and Jermaine O'Neal. Right. Jermaine O'Neal, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what, I, you know what, I don't know what I was, I thought I was going to say Jackson or something. I don't you know said why. something wrong, I would have made fun of you. But Steven Jackson was there. Yep, Steven so Jackson they all, and um, God, it was so good. It was so good. I love sports documentaries, like 30 for 30s, and I guess this is a Netflix new thing they're doing. I love seeing those. I love seeing like The Last Dance with Michael Jordan. I love seeing them old film and footages and learning the backstory of things right. and so the malice in the palace basically and i love steven jackson he got a podcast called no jumper all not that jumper um all the smoke, all the smoke. i'm not, sorry that's not steven jackson no, i know it isn't <laughs> y'all my man i listened to no jumper as well so <laughs> i was just thinking of basketball i because i just never jumpery, mind jumper no because then i got an alert today that the, I, there's a new episode for No Jumper, and then I also got, I forgot the notification for All, um, all, all the, the Smoke. smoke. So yeah. I got them confused, y'all. So it is what it is. But um, so anyways, they wanted to clear the air. They wanted to clear it up because it because that really ruined, y'all got to watch it. Put it this way. Just watch it. It was really good. I, honestly, if that fight didn't happen, Reggie Miller would have finally got a ring, period. So. Yes. You got to watch it. And I hate the way that they called them thugs. And then the dress code came out after that. Um, they blamed hip hop. Um, it oh, was yeah. it was very racist. It was big on like the image. After it was that. very racist. We don't want to. We don't want our way, image you're to right. be like what, this. What came out of that? The woke people today would have been mad as hell about that. So watch it, y'all. I recommend it. Watch it. It's very good. And like I said, I love those type of. Um, Documentary. I love the sports. 30 for 30 is my shit. I love it. 
Did the Magic Johnson one come out? No, it's um still in the works. I don't know. Maybe because of COVID. I don't know. I Things. thought maybe I missed it because no, I hadn't heard nothing. I believe in a while. you, me. I keep up on the sports documentaries. I I don't miss any of them. I'm okay. on top of it. Like what just happened recently? Maybe they're waiting on a championship this year. Well, what just happened recently? I'm about to bring it up too. Another one where someone sat down and explained behind the scenes. So, anyways, let's get into it. Um, let's start the. NBA is investigating Miami Heat and Chicago Bulls for tampering over the $85 million signing deals for Kyle Lowry and, oh no, these nuts. What? Zoball. These nuts. Ooh, oh my God. Go ahead. These are your people. It. These are our people, Jism. Well, the, the, these nuts is your people. But anyway, the NBA is investigating the possible tampering violations involving the Chicago Bulls acquisition of Lonzo Ball and the Miami Heat's addition. All-star Kyle Lowry. Both did sign in trades, and there were rumors of these sign in trades weeks ahead of the actual like opening of free agency and you know the ability for it to happen. And tampering rules prohibit teams from negotiating with players who are under contract with other clubs, and both teams could face major fines. The executives, including Pat Riley from Miami, could also face suspension. And uh I know what really happened. Go so, ahead. so first of all, this is all, it's just going to be fines and maybe a draft pick, but the trades are still going to go down because both sides obviously agree. They'll just redo it if it was null. But the owner of the Pelicans, I don't know if you're familiar with him. He was the previous owner of Cleveland Cavaliers who left when LeBron, he had LeBron there for the championship and they got into it. But anyway, they cleared up all this clap cap space, trade away all these players to make up just enough room so they could sign Kyle Lowry. And he got pissed when Kyle Lowry went up and just and signed with Miami. So now they have no point guard. They basically planned for him to join, join, the, join the squad. Right. And he came out and said something right before the allegations popped up about it. So obviously he snitched. He said they were tampering. He knew it was going on all along. I'm sure it happens all the time. Right. But he snitched. He's just mad because he didn't get Kyle Lowry. Because they cleared up literally, whatever his contract was, they cleared up to like the millionth dollar. Right. To sign him. So he's just pissed. That's okay. all it was. Moving on. So because Swizzle loves these nuts. You don't have nuts. I did a um, special um, sports today for him. I found a lot of these nuts articles lately. Um, <laughs> so I decided I was going to be nice. They do articles on nuts, Jism? So I said I'm going to be nice to my little brother. I know he loves these nuts family. and That is just the most disrespectful. And I know I am nice to him, people. I am really nice to my little brother. So you, you know what I said? I said, Nola J, why don't you get these nuts family stories? <laughs> so I got a bunch of these nuts for you I don't know what you're talking about because you don't have nuts just aka ball family so LeVar Balls LeVar's talking savage message to doubters as now Leangelo or Jello Ball okay he's he's not the thief he's the middle wait he's the younger kid <laughs> is he the thief he's not a thief which one is he he, he grabs some glasses in China so is this the thief 
<laughs> this is the thief, right? I don't right? think there was a trial. This is a thief. Innocent until proven guilty. As he makes his Hornets debut. I think this is a, the thief. Go ahead. Read about these nuts. So LeVar definitely is a proud dad on Sunday as he watched his second son, Leangelo, suit up for the Charlotte Hornets in Las Vegas Summer League. The ball patriarch attended the game between the Hornets and the Trailblazers in which Leangelo came off the bench. While he didn't speak to the media prior to the contest, his choice of attire sent one clear message to his doubters. Ball wore his big baller brand hat that has the words, I told you so, written in it. <laughs> and that's him sitting on the sideline with a big, I told you so, hat. To all the haters. Because... <laughs> There's a lot of haters that said the middle son wouldn't make the NBA. And I got in so many arguments about he, you know, he'll be in the NBA. He can shoot. I mean, it's not that big of a, it's not a big thing. I love LeVar Ball. And I've said this about these nuts family. I said, I give him credit. He stood by his boys. Everybody gave him a hard time. ESPN banned him for that dumb thing where it said let's switch gears which did not seem sexual to me whatsoever <laughs> I don't even understand how in the hell they thought that was sexual let's switch gears I think they was just tired of him just they was just tired of him being right so right. he do say crazy shit now that Jordan stuff he'll never be Jordan now he could be quiet on that dumb stuff but I give him credit and all his sons are in the NBA right now so now what now what people now what Talk shit about him now. That's the only credit I give to these nuts family. That's the only credit. Now here you go. Continue on. Leangelo is that how you say his name? These nuts. Leangelo. I don't know who these nuts is, but Leangelo Ball. Leangelo Balls. Out. No pun intended. During yeah. his NBA summer league debut. So here's another one for you, sir. Since you love his family. Well, you know this was like a week ago, but it he. Basically, his first game came out and had 16 points in 16 minutes. Hitting three, hit five threes. Basically shut all the haters down, saying that he couldn't play at the NBA level. So it went viral. And it basically, Summer League's over now, but basically every game he had a viral clip. The next game he hit like a, he had an and one over somebody. The game after that, he hit a half-court shot, like nothing but net. He's the cutest one out of the D's Nuts family, I tell you that. Remember, I told you you'd like him. Out of I all know of them. you said that. <laughs> yes, he's the he's definitely my type. Okay, let's move on now. Let's see here. Did I have any more of these nuts? Well, this is brand new, but Mello was just did an uh, interview on GQ with GQ magazine. You got about that? school? Yeah, that was yeah, what we, he said about school went viral. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Some more basketball, like um. Susan was saying, Summer League is over with. I did watch a lot of games. No, I just watched a game last night, so it had to have been over with, what, today? I watched, Boston, I watched Boston and Washington, I thought, last night when I was doing trivia. I literally was watching a game. Well, the championship was either happened just now or it was yesterday, so. Well, maybe that's what I was watching, but I'm like, I was watching the Summer League. It was on yesterday. All right, so in Big Dummy News, in sports, Dennis Schroeder, Celtics agreed to a one-year contract for $5.9 million on the Boston Celtics. You would say, why well, I call him a big dummy? I know this is old news, but everybody have talked about it. He turned down the offer from the Los, Los Angeles Lakers 
that was worth $80 million over four seasons. Can somebody make sense of this for me, please? Somebody. Can somebody. Can you make sense of this? I can't make sense of it. Can nobody make sense of it? But, you know, they say when Ben yourself goes wrong, but his numbers last year are $80 million. It doesn't matter. He turned it down. Yeah, right. That's an my extension. point. So he should have been glad to take that. I, I, it's a, you turned no. on an extension that would have been worth $80 million for four seasons to go to the Boston Celtics to get a one-year. Is it a one-year contract for $5.9 million? So he better ball out. He's make a all-star dummy. Game. That's, all, that's all I can say about that. He better earn it this year. Well, they, well you know, um, Twitter killed him. They, he was... He was the talk of the town. I yeah. know that's kind of old news because it's been a minute. Here's another thing about these nuts. <laughs> these nuts. <laughs> can they can they have their name back? No, these nuts. What did they do to you? <laughs> Lonzo balled these nuts. No pun, no pun intended. No, they don't say he ball out. Okay. Lonzo Ball reveals why he loves Zion Williamson for the Bulls. Go on, read about so, your nuts. I don't need to read about my nuts. <laughs> so Lonzo Ball's decision to join the Charlotte, not the Charlotte Bulls, but the Chicago what? Bulls. What, is going, what are you saying? Charlotte Bulls? I started to say Charlotte. What is, that's a new team. Because they all, the brothers on the team, anyway, in free agency, but didn't come as a surprise. After all, the Pelicans didn't believe he was worth the price he was asking for. He actually got the contract shorter was asked, turned down, basically. He actually got more. However, the Bulls did and signed him to a four-year, $85 million deal. During his introductory press conference Friday, he opened up about his decision to join the Bulls. He said they were the team that stood out, that wanted me for me. I wanted to go somewhere I'm appreciated and could play my game. Chicago is a perfect place for that. So if you follow, if you don't follow basketball, probably don't know what that means, but if you follow basketball, basically, he hasn't been playing point guard. He was a point guard. That's what got him viral in college. And, but he hasn't been playing point guard. That's why his numbers are so, so low. That's why people make fun of him because his numbers are low. So he's finally got point guard duties, and he's got a squad with DeRozan and a bunch of other players that they signed. So he's excited. I got a question. So since he's going to be right up the street, are you going to Bulls games now to see these nuts? Definitely got to go to some Bulls games now. I don't know about nuts, but yeah, I'm definitely. Well, the good thing Bulls is games. the Bucks play the Bulls a lot. Play the Bulls a lot, so um, yeah. he'll be coming here, which means oh, which I'm excited about. I forgot to talk about this: the Milwaukee Bucks championship 2021 NBA team um, opening game October 19. Uh, we play Boston Celtics. I'm excited. Boston. I think it's Boston. I don't think it's Boston. I, everyone keeps saying it. they think it's the Nets. I think yeah, it's, it's Boston. I, I think it's Boston. Because Boston, their point guard is going to a team and they're playing. He's playing against his old team. Maybe I was half asleep when I saw the notification, but I could have sworn because they're doing a re- rematch of the Nets. I could have uh, sworn they said. I could have sworn they said our opener and we're gonna do our ring ceremony and everything. I I thought the home opener was New York. New York's playing Boston. Boston. I could be wrong. So why don't you do me a favor? Because I don't know if I can find it. Could you I screenshot it opening night. I can put it up. No, can you use just you got the um the keyboard, John. 
Ay, Dios mío. Can you just um, put it in the Milwaukee Bucks for me, please? I swore I thought that's what they said. I could be completely wrong, but I thought they said that. You guys, sorry, we're doing a little fact checking just to make sure. It might, it may, I mean, it might be the opener. It's, I, oh, it is the Brooklyn Nets. Why did I thought it was Boston? All right, correct. Everyone corrected me, so I am wrong. I think it's Christmas we played with the Boston. That's what it was. So I, 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 I got it mixed up. On Christmas Day, we play Boston. On the opener, we're playing the Brooklyn Nets. Also on Christmas Day, Packers play. So we have the Bucks and the Packers playing the same day. So that's going to be a ball of nerves. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the opener is at 6.30 on a Tuesday. That's my trivia night. I got I to gotta request off. I got to request off. And I got to go get my season tickets. All right. So... That's what's going on. The NBA is going to be starting normal. Yay! They're not going to be starting in December. They'll be right. starting in October. I'm excited. Which is not too far from now. In two months. So I got to... I'm changing my seat in the Pfizer. I hope I could change it because I'm sure there's another bandwagon fan. I'm sure it's gonna, our games are going to be packed now. 100%. Ah. <sighs> Part of me happy that we won the championship, but the other part of me is mad because at least I used to get some really good seats and I was able to, I used, my seat was really decent. I hope they don't raise the price. Okay. Sorry, you guys. This is, we can, this is something I'm going to have to deal with on my own. So let's continue on. Since this is all about swizzle and sports, I see I looked out for you. I got these nuts family for you. That's, that was all, you got all the balls. I gave you all the balls, all three balls, all three balls, all three balls. You got all three balls. You the gave them to me. Zoe and the cutie. What is the cutie? Which so one? Now, like? So now it's not even his. What's the first name? Mello? No is it Melo? Leangelo. Leangelo. I got to say his name right. Can you, you at least say one of them right? <laughs> one of you like <laughs> these? These balls. I mean these nuts. <laughs> all right. Washington football team narrowed down a list of possible new names down to three final candidates. Do I want to read this? Uh-oh. Here we go. So the names are. They didn't say. Here are the list of the eight names that were shown in Monday's video. Armada. Brigade. The Commanders. Defenders. <laughs> presidents. <laughs> Red Hawks, Red Wolves, and Washington football team permanently. You know what? These names are garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're pretty bad. I think they should stick with Washington football team. Repeat those again, please. <laughs> I'm thinking these can't be the names, but Armada... it says it says it says these eight made the cut would indicate that one or more of them might be one of the three finalists. So hopefully it's something not on this list, but it's the Armada, the Brigade, the Commanders, the Defenders, the Presidents, Red Hogs, Red Wolves, and Washington football team. I might could deal with the Red Wolves. Huh. Isn't just, that kind of Native American? That sounds like it's better than um the rest of that shit. I guess I can't believe presidents is on there. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm I'm 
it'll be interesting to see your um your city decide to come up Hopefully with. Hopefully they come out the woodworks with something great. We'll see. We'll see. All right. And this is not about you, but as I was talking about um documentaries, um Draymond Green and KD sat down today. And um this is the title. And once again, you guys, all this, I don't know if we put our sports article on nolajcomedy.com. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. We just do the no reason story. So anyways, just look it up. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. But Kevin Durant and Draymond Green end beef while blaming Warriors management for Katie leaving. So, um, go ahead, sir. So, Golden State Warriors forward Draymond Green and then-teammate Kevin Durant had a very memorable falling out in 2018 uh, when they had a game against the Clippers. They jawed each other quite heavily and ended up losing their game. Durant even mouthed to Green, that's why I'm out. And although the Warriors ended up winning the chip this year, the damage was done and Durant left the team the following year. However, KD now says his dust-up with Green isn't actually why he left. Instead, the real reason was for his exit is, is the most unlikely culprit, Steve Kerr, the head coach. It wasn't an argument, Durant said during the interview or the face-to-face uh, exclusive. And that's why I was talking about a Bleacher, well, Report, Bleacher Report. They had it today. I think it was today they had a... Um, uh, IGTV, you know, IG Live uh, thing where they sat down. Everybody's waiting. To, this was anticipated. I didn't catch it. I didn't, I missed it completely. I wanted to see it. I'll go back and watch it later. Yeah, but basically he didn't like the way Steve Kerr handled a lot of the things going on behind the scenes. He said Bob Myers just tried to discipline you. He was talking to Draymond and they just would put a mask over everything. So he just like didn't like the way they were handling their business. So he said, I really feel like that was such a big situation for us as a group. The first time we went through something like that, we had to get that ish all out. He didn't say ish. He said shit all out. Oh, that's what that is? It's blanked out. Idea of me, Uncle. So Green was part of a Warriors collective that saw Durant's services in the 2016-2017 postseason. The troop of Curry, Klay Thompson, Iguodala, and Green pitched KD, and the quintet became known as the Hampton Five. The Hamptons Five. However, given Durant's visible frustration at the end of that Clippers game and pending departure, Warriors management came down on Green and told him to apologize to the MVP. I told him right then and there. I said, y'all about to fuck this up. I said, the only person that can make this right is me and Kay, and that's nothing y'all can do. Y'all are going to fuck this up. Green relayed to KD. And in my opinion, they fucked it up. So they sat down to, to blame it on management, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So, and then, um, so he went there, and then, what did it say? playing with Westbrook versus Brooklyn. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch this. I'm going to go back and watch it. I meant to watch it. I totally meant to. You know what the internet's going to say. <laughs> oh, well, they roast. They went in on Twitter. I mean, it was trending. I just had an opportunity to look at it. They're going to say if the Nets don't win it all, he's going to go back. Oh, to Golden State now yeah. that they sat down? Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. I'm so over all of them. Um, also, in some latest news, a, a dumb... The dumb dumb clippers, your dumb dumbs traded 
uh, Rondo, uh, two other players for Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe. Yeah. What, what's wrong with them? I think it's an even trade. No, that I, I, I when I Rondo, got that alert on my phone, I just laughed. I said, "Good luck with Bledsoe." But Rondo's washed at this point. So is Bledsoe. Like, why? Why would you? I don't. Bledsoe at least he'll no, he, he won't. He'll jump no, out every now and then. No, he. We've had him. I already know Bledsoe. It, no, no, no. They go. Yeah. That, he I, he's he's better than that than Beverly. Not no. Both of those players that they traded are washed at the end of the day. No. Bledsoe, at least he'll give you 15, 20 points and some defense, which is all they need. They don't need, like, a bunch of, bunch of like, scoring off the bench. I, Bledsoe sucks, period. That's, that's what it is. So now um, LeBron and Trey Young and all of them are mad at 2K22. They said, when the are ratings? they ever going to get it right? I, I, oh, they said the ratings were low. I don't know. I just really just looked at this and didn't even pay attention to it. Oh, are, oh, they talking about how they look? No, the ratings. The ratings. Oh, the ratings. Okay, yeah. It took me a minute. I'm like, what is the? I thought they were saying, <laughs> you know, I'm such a chocolate blonde. I was like, no, uh, Steph Curry doesn't look 89 years old. <laughs> 89 years old. <laughs> what are they talking about? Yeah, so that was crazy. And then um, the Bucks brought back George Hill, which I love. I love George Hill. Oh, our, yeah. bitch, our bitch is real nice. We got a much better bench. They re-signed to Nasty. To Nasty, as we call him, to Nasty. Signed him for two more years. Yeah. Um, and then... What else would on? Lakers still signing players. Lakers is still bringing back the old team. They have a uh, reuniting everyone. I wouldn't be surprised if Rasheed Wallace signed with them. Look, Rasheed Wallace, look. And you just said <laughs> Wait, Rasheed Wallace. <laughs> but he's joining oh, this. He's coaching. He's, he's coaching. coaching. Oh, I'm about to say, hold Rasheed on. Wallace was in that um that Malice to the Palace too. And, yeah. and um Ben, ben Wallace. Wallace. Yeah. Um that was that's a good one. That Malice to the Palace. I'm gonna watch that again. I Thoroughly enjoyed it. They showed different angles of that fight too. And Ron Artest, man, Ron Artest is so zen right now. It's so weird seeing him so zen and so chill because I know that Ron Artest from the Bulls to Indiana, yeah, he yeah. calmed down um, in the by the time he got to Cali. It might have been maybe he was, he was smoking peace. weed or he something. Was world peace when he, he was world in. peace with that, that weed was after he was chilling. Right, that's that weed in therapy and whatever but he was doing. Now he, I mean, during the documentary, he's got his shoes off, he's got his feet up, and he's just really like he's in. But I remember listening to um, the interview was well, he said on his podcast mm. when Stephen Jackson was like, "What pissed me off about?" Uh, Metarol, piece of Ron, whatever, is that um, he he cool with that dude that he got into it with, that they all oh, the fan went through all that, the fan that's, that threw the cup at him. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. He was laying there because he said it as his therapist was going through anger management, he just started going through therapy. Mm -hmm. And his therapist was like, whenever you feel like you about to snap, go lay down somewhere. So that's why he laid across the... Um, Mm. The the table where the, the announcers and stuff was a score, whatever. He laid there mm. 
And he was trying to gather himself together, which was weird because everybody else is in a huddle trying to get right. it together. And, uh, and Ben Wallace had just lost his brother, I think. His brother had just passed away, I think. So it was a lot of tension on Ben Wallace's part. And then Ron really didn't have to file him like that. It was somebody on the Pacers that I can't remember who dude was. You got to watch it. I'm about to do a spoiler alert. I'm telling it all. Let me yeah, be quiet. Everything. I'm telling it all. All right, let's move on to some entertainment. Entertainment. Are you not Guess entertained? Guess what? The U.S. Senate names August 11th National Hip Hop Celebration Day. That made my day. So last week? Yeah. You hear about this? The U.S. Senate has just passed resolution naming August 11th National Hip Hop Celebration Day. The new holiday follows the New York State Senate naming December 18th the Earl DMX Simmons Day in honor of the late rapper. The official state periodicals Twitter accounts shared the announcement last Thursday. In addition to National Hip Hop Celebration Day, November was also dubbed Hip Hop History Month. Yay, we got a month! Woo! I'm hyped now. <laughs> so this is the first time that the U.S. Senate is recognizing this genre. The, and it's my birthday finally, month. Finally. It's my birthday month. That's perfect. Finally, you, re you finally you recognize. Look how long it took. I ain't mad. But I'm happy it's here. Oh, now you ain't mad at this, but when woke people decide it's good to be woke, you say it's too late. But now you ain't mad because they finally recognize the hip hop. I mean, I don't Make know. Make up your mind. I don't sir. know other genres. That Make got up your month. mind. Make so up I'm your good mind. On that. Well, there's Black History Month I never in heard June. Pope, Pope, Pope. Music don't have a month, so. The Black History Month, Black Music Month is in June. Black Music? Yes. It's in Damn. June. All the month of June is Black Music Month. Um, so August 11th, I know it just passed. But it says, has been a long regarded as the birth date of hip hop. On that day in 1973, the legendary DJ Cool Herc and his... Oh my God, they even got the history correct. They didn't say the Sugar Hill Gang. Woo-woo! I'm hyped. Everybody think the Sugar Hill Gang started rap with that hip hop or hip it to the... They thought... Everybody? You know what I mean. The people don't know the genre. The mainstream really think that's hip hop. That That's what started rap. So let me repeat this because I just got excited because they actually had the, the facts. And this is exactly how it started. On the day in 1973, the legendary DJ Cool Herc and his sister hosted a party in the Bronx, New York. It was here that the genre, genre was founded. Dang. So that is, that's well, dope. Maybe I'm just happy because it's during my month and my birthday month. So yeah, it's that's all probably about, it. Yep, it's all about you. So the it's holiday and honorary month comes as hip-hop is getting appreciation from the world. In May, the Universal Hip-Hop Museum broke ground. I can't wait for that. At the Bronx Point, the $80 million, or $80 million museum dedicated solely to the creation and legacy of rap will open its doors in 2023. That's some good news right there, sir. That's some good news. That I'm makes my I didn't day. know about it. You know about it now. But it's crazy, but Hip-Hop History Month same month as Don Suave is. I know, month. you said it 700,000 times. I think everyone's got it now. Got to remember it now. All right. So, the 12 best celebrities only fan accounts and what? what you'll get from them. I for, Chris Brown, you ain't going to get nothing. 
Okay. So off the top of your head, okay, who, just, who are your top 10? I'm just saying Chris Brown ain't giving nothing. So he's he's not even on the list. He going to be on the list, but he ain't giving nothing. So Bad Barty. All right. So she's $24.99 for a subscription. She started April 2021. She's Cardi like a, B. Like a cell phone bill. Oh, wait. With Barty B, you going to get... Um, with Barty B? What else? I said Barty B. Bad Bobby? Bad Barbie. Because <laughs> I was looking at Cardi. <laughs> Bad Barty. She got it when she was 18. Since she turned 18, she did her OnlyFans. We already know that. She made like a million dollars in six hours. Um, she gets about eight thousand to twenty thousand per post, and everything's behind a paywall. So I'm sure she's showing she's naked. Or you not subscribed? I could care less about bad Barbie. Twenty five dollars a month. Um, I'm strictly dickly too. Why would I care to look at her naked body? An eighteen year old research. I don't know. And she's eighteen. That's weird, dude. That's a weird question you just oh, asked now it's me. Weird. I. <laughs> Yeah, it was weird when you asked the question. It's okay. got really uncomfortable. I'm just checking. Okay, Cardi B. It's 2021. Uh, that ha, What does that got to do with anything? I don't know. 2021. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Cardi strange. B. strange. Cardi B. August 2020 is when she launched hers. Hers is only $4.99. And I know with Cardi, she really just, I, she doesn't do any naked stuff. She, um... I think she do. She just do silly stuff. I think just I, behind the scenes content. No, I think she does things. That's what it says. Yeah, I think she does. I didn't mean to say no to that. I'm trying to get this point out. What she does is at this time in 2020 is when the the um, music artists couldn't tour, so they went on OnlyFans so they can keep that their fans. You know what I'm saying? Keeping them entertained, doing things here and there, doing all kind of stuff, keeping them. So that's how that started. DJ Kelly and Fat Joe have an OnlyFans page. We talked about this before. It's absolutely free. And they started in January. We already talked about this. <laughs> um, you just get them interacting with fans. Once again, this was another way because they couldn't tour and do concerts to keep up with it, keep their fans engaged. But it's smart because as the platform shifts, they're one of the top people that are already on it with regular content or right. non-adult content. Jordan Woods, and I know she's showing some dirty stuff. For free? Oh, she isn't? I'm sh I shouldn't say it that way, but I thought she was. She started in 2020. Hers is free. And that's another thing, just keeping their... That, all it is is keeping their fans. That's basically what it is. Bella Thorne. Hers is free. She made a million dollars in the first 24 hours. And then she has a paywall. Selfies and videos. Yep. And Tiga, I thought Jordan, Jordan, I was about to call her Jordan Sparks. Jordan Woods might have a paywall. No. I, oh, she does a pay for, pay for view content. I knew she did. Uh, Tiga, nobody cares. Tyga, I mean. Not the DJ. Tyga, we know he does. He's a weirdo. It's 20 bucks for his, and he is definitely showing photos. He didn't, I saw a leaked photo of his penis already from OnlyFans. Emma Rose, hers is $5. Yeah, 
she's got nasty photos. Chris Brown ain't doing nothing. He better not even lie. Chris Brown is $20 a month. And some fans was hoping Chris would pull a Tigger. Tiger. What's Tiger. That? Tiger. Keep thinking about Tigger. <laughs> Tiger. But so far, he hasn't. <laughs> Although Brown has teased Rick Skagg content, fans were disappointed to see what they $20 subscription got them. He's still an active user, so there is still hope for those waiting to see more. I told you he ain't did nothing, okay? You sound mad. Black China, about that. Black China in 1999, you already know she's doing it the most. You already know. Ruby Rose, $14.99. Word. Oh, uh, I don't know what she's doing. I don't even know who she is. I don't know who that girl is. Tana Mongo. Mongo. It's free. She looks familiar. Trey Songs ain't doing nothing. Oh, Trey Songs did do something because I did. You did? I, I saw. You saw? I saw so. I saw so. So, yeah, that's it for the OnlyFans, the top celebrities on there. So, if you got OnlyFans, those are the ones you need to, you got to follow. No, you don't get follow them. Chris Brown. You're going to be disappointed. He ain't going to do nothing. Well, if, you, if you're not a female, I guess you can follow. It's safe to follow Chris Brown, I guess. It's safe to follow him? I don't know. Maybe. It's 2021. Who knows? But, like I said, looking at what Khaled is doing, it's kind of like leading the way the same way he did with Snapchat. Bill, Bill Cosby is going to trial again. He's pleading the fifth for assaulting a girl that's 15 in the Playboy Mansion. Well, 50 years ago. R. Kelly wants charges for exposing partners to, to herpes to be dropped. Right now, Ira Kelly's trial is going on. As we speak, it's it's going. It started? Yep, it started. It's, it's on. They're going to put it on TV, you think? Huh? They're going to put it on TV, you think? No, I just been re- just, I've been reading about it each day. Um, two rappers that are affiliated with the Wu-Tang Clan were assassinated in Portland. Hmm. Dang. Um, the victim's brother blaming lust and jealousy. So, that's some... T- Two musicians as well. Just some weird stuff, man. This is some weird stuff. All right, no Jay-Z news. Dr. Dre did his first tweet in two years. Somebody pretended that they were Dr. Dre. And he said it was, and he just put in L's. And that, that became news. It's weird, the stuff that become news. So that was Dr. Dre's news that he tweeted the first yeah, time in two years. I mean, his daughter got a GoFund page going, though. Right. Oh, yeah, because she's homeless, living out of cars or whatever. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. Um, <clears throat> I do have one entertainment update after this. What? So speaking of Bad Bobby, who made a million dollars the second she turned 21. Uh-huh. Um, another artist who I think the music industry basically has completely changed after this. So Tory Lanez released, recently dropped uh, like a seven-song seven project. But he released it as an NFT. Mm-hmm. And long story short, he set it up to where he only had, there, there's only one million copies of it. And the way NFTs work, it's a one of one. So once you have a copy, no one else has it. It's not transferable, basically. But he sold a million copies in under one minute. So he made a million dollars and he sold it for a dollar for each one. So he got certified platinum in under one minute. Sold a million 
made a million dollars in under one minute. And also the way NFTs work is when you own it, you could sell it because you only because you have one of one, you could sell it for more. And everybody who's a part of that project has a royalty that gets they get a percentage. So Tory Lanez gets a percentage, producers, engineers, et cetera. So that was big. That I don't know how much is being covered in the news, but that basically Don't nobody F for Tory Lanez. It's not about Tory Lanez. But you it's said about, how much but I'm I'm just let me finish. You said how much is in the news and reason is probably not a big deal in the news because nobody's giving Tory Lanez any him? type of yeah. Any type of shine whatsoever. He shot Meg Thee Stallion in the foot. Right. So, but going past all that, what actually happened changes everything in the music industry because now all you need is social media to, to sell a project, go platinum, pay everybody in the industry who's a part of the project. And then it's, it's, it's new because the fans get to own a piece of it because they own a piece of the the project they can sell it and make money off of it and then when that person sells it they're making money residual as a fan so that was huge so i just want to put that out there in case anybody was interested in it and anybody that's heard of nfts that's basically what it does okay that's dope not tory lanes but what he did yeah that's a that's a good lick it's definitely a good lick all right, into some Drake news. I said this. Is Kanye stalling for for when Drake is going to drop his album? You think so? I, I, I'm going to be honest, and I'm not trying to... I'm not... This is how I feel about Kanye. And I'm not going to get too into it, because I know you're a Kanye fan. I used to be a Kanye fa- fan. I used to love Kanye. I used to love the old Kanye. I don't know what has happened to Kanye. <laughs> and I I am so turned off by Kanye. And I'm so disappointed right now because his album is named after his mom. I truly believe, really, when his mom passed away, that's what really he lost. He was very close to his mom. And if he has the mental illness issues that they say he has or he say he has or whatever, that's what he said. I think. That took him over the edge. So I think him playing with this album that has the title of his mom's name is just, I just, I'm like, come on, man. What are you doing? I don't, I don't want to get into it because I know you're a Kanye fan and you probably understand it because you're on his level, I guess. But I'm, I'm good on Kanye. I don't even know if I'm going to listen to the album when it come out. And I used to be a huge Kanye fan. I think this is a bunch of bullshit that you keep having these listening parties. You're selling all this merchandise. You're having people buy all this shit and you ain't drop nothing. So I, I are you waiting for Drake to drop his? Um, I don't know. I have tuned Kanye out a long time ago. The only reason I'm talking about it now is because he's part of my Drake news. That's it. Word. So I don't I <laughs> I'm I'm good with him. Um, in other Drake news, Drake dubs Rick Ross the greatest rapper alive. I love me some Rick Ross. Rick Ross can... He, you know where he really, really shined and really, really showed his skills, which I knew he had it? I love me some Rick Ross when he did the verse battle. 
Yeah. Dude killed it. He killed it, even though him and Two Chains was slow and a little high. <laughs> but Rick really, he killed it. He, he showed his skills. So Drake called it that. Um, in other Drake news, Drake said COVID messed up his hairline because Drake um, had a little heart shape in his, in his hair right. for Certified Lover Boy, but it grew back really weird. So he went on um, Instagram the other day and said it was COVID that messed up his hairline, but it's growing back normal. <laughs> it was a Delta. Yup. So yeah, that's so that's it for um for Drake news. Little Kanye right. had to be in it, but it is what it is. <laughs> um and versus You're mad about that. Versus Damon Wayans wants to do a verse with Dave Chappelle. I think that would be perfect when they they go start they was to start doing comedians versus comedians would be perfect in the verses. Who would be a good versus? This would be good. David Waves and, and Dave Chappelle would be good. David Waves is funny as hell. But do you think that's even though? It's very why wouldn't it be even? You don't know nothing about David Wayans. I'm asking you. You don't know nothing about David Wayans. You only know about Dave Chappelle. I know about David. Da- David Wayans is a goat. No, but all them all the way. Hilarious. He's the funniest one of all the Wayans. Period. Right. Period. All his skits and all that in living color. Come on, man. Please. Hilarious. This would be a good versus. This would be a very good versus. If it's going to happen, I don't know. If they start doing comedians, that would be dope. Yeah, that'd be crazy. That'd be super dope. All right, we're going a little bit over. Who would you do a versus with? I wouldn't do a versus. You wouldn't do a verse? Mm Mm-mm. They wouldn't, first of all, call me to do one. And second of all, I'm not part of that world. So, I mean, that's just, I don't ask me questions that ain't going to make world. no dang old sense. All right? I mean, in the real world, like your peers. I wouldn't do a versus. You wouldn't do a versus? No. Nope. Not in comedy, but I would love to watch those two for sure. All right, you guys, we're a little bit over, and I really want to keep this under an hour. You're not going to get to Jizzle Corner. Sorry. For Jizzle's Corner, who would Jerry Springer, I mean, not Jerry Springer. Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> he would, who would he be, who would be a good versus fan? I don't know what's wrong with you. Um, Jerry Seinfeld. Who would be good? Um, who would be able to get down with Jerry? Um, I really don't know. Larry David, but Larry David is not a comic. But they write for each other. I really don't know. That's a Larry good. Dave. That's a good question. Let me marinate on that. And maybe episode 110, I'll have an answer for you. Okay. I'll have maybe Jizzle Corner will just who I think could go against each other. I just don't know how they would do it, though. Just stand up versus. How about Jerry Seinfeld and George Wallace? Those two, because they are very good friends. Those two go at it. George Wallace is a hilarious hell. So is Jerry Springer. I just figured it out. George Wallace. And Jerry, Jerry Springer. I was going to tell this quick little story in Jizzle Corner. I opened up for Sebastian Manicosco, um at Zany's. And I was at Zany's for like two weeks. And one week I was with him. The last week I was with Sebastian. The first week I don't remember who I was. But I didn't get to do the first week. Was cut a little short for me because... I got done doing Zanies in Chicago. 
And I walked outside. It was super cold. And I slipped on some ice and I busted my shit and my lip. Busted my whole entire lip. So you fell forward? I fell forward, busted everything. I remember driving home with a mouth just full of blood. And I I get back. I went to urgent care, got taken care of. Lip was hanging. Lip was hanging down. Like it had to be stitches and stuff. It was huge. Oh. So I had to wait two days for my lip to just... Because what I learned is lips heal themselves. Like, that's one thing part of your body is just going to heal itself and come back to normal. But I looked horrible. Like, one half was hanging down. So I, I remember I told a story about what Eddie, um, uh, David Allen Greer that's saw Jen. Ready to say. My lip looked just like hers, like right? That. So then, so two days I had to stay. I couldn't perform for two days. And then I finally got to perform with Sebastian. I opened up for him. And my lip wasn't as big. It, it, I, and they got big lips are in. So I was able to just put some lip gloss over it. Yeah, maybe. Different color, cover, cover it up and do whatever. But I had a great week with him. But I remember I had just bust, I had busted my shit. I felt, I just failed. You didn't go up there and be like, you know, I just got my lips done. Anybody notice? No, I was very conscious of it though. Cause like when he, cause we were in the green room and he's talking to me. And I'm being self-conscious thinking, does, is my lip like hanging down? Like my lip, I, literally when I worked with him, the injury was very fresh. But I had like brown lip gloss. Victoria's Secret used to have this great brown lip gloss that I love so much. And they discontinued it. It covered up like the scar and the, and the stitches and stuff. And then it just looked like I had really full lips. Mm-hmm. But, and then I, then I would suck in. I tried to suck it in. I was Sucking doing a lot. Lip. I was doing a lot, but I got through it. I'm telling you, man, I done paid my dues in comedy. Y'all, you just don't know. They didn't have a COVID mask back then that you could just play it off. No, nah, we don't have COVID. You really trying to find jokes. See, Swizzle thought he could be a comedian. He didn't crack nothing funny this whole entire episode. You didn't say nothing funny. Nothing. No, I gotta. I can't nothing, be funny every episode. Nothing whatsoever. Well, you didn't say nothing funny. I, so, I, can't, I can't give all my good stuff every episode. I'm going to hit on a couple little local things. So this weekend we hung out with our, um, this is part of Jizzle Corner. Sometimes Jizzle Corner might be short and sweet, might tell a story. I don't know what I would do. It's a no reason. It's a Jizzle Corner. So our, uh, some, some history in Milwaukee, if I can get to it, but I don't think I can. So, um, there was an article I read across because, thank you. I read across because our family um, grew up around the street, Walnut Street, in the 50s. It was all black Milwaukee. And this is what Walnut Street looked like, um, Swizzle. So, you guys, I'm showing something for Swizzle because he, you guys know he's not originally from here. He's from Virginia, and every time you got to know he's from the DMV and they say this and do that, you guys know that already. So there was, it was Bronzeville, and we had Bronzeville Week last week in Milwaukee. And those were the days, back in the days, were like Walnut Street up to 12th Street was black. It was, it was a beautiful time. As a matter of fact, Uncle Donnie's book, when he, The Unknown Musician, when they talk about... um. Back in the day, the 50s and the 60s, this was it. We had a beautiful black community. We had had things. 
Yeah, I think we have Uncle Buddy, our great uncle, had a store. Yeah, we all had some. My uncles. On, on that, on 12th? Yep, my uncles, my grandmother, uh, her restaurant. I grew up in her restaurant. She had two restaurants. I lived in that restaurant, me and my cousins, but I was always with her. We lived in that restaurant. We she cooked. We'd be in the back playing. Um, black people had businesses. They had they were entrepreneurs. They we had a beautiful we had a beautiful black Bronzeville thing going on. Doesn't look like that now. No, it doesn't look like that now. And it's just sad. Like that all that's gone. They they put a, a highway in it. That's what they did. They built that doggone highway and they and they, they told um, everybody that they were putting the highway. They really didn't need to right. evacuate all those houses. Right. We had the, the chicken shack. And it and it wasn't just all black. White people came. Like it was just a different setting back then. I just I don't think people realize because right now we're so segregated that um not my neighborhood. My neighborhood is diverse, but for the most part, this is what the city is known for being segregated. But back in the day in the 50s and the 60s, man, everybody loved everybody. It had stuff all over the place. I mean, of course, there was racism. I mean, that's the 50s and 60s, but you know what I mean. So I wanted to show you that. 25 cent to get in the movies. That's crazy. These were all the, um, all the, um, Bars and funeral homes and supermarkets and yeah, I seen that the pops the YMCA and they can reminisce on all that because they, they had, had everything. They tell stories about like all the ball players they used to come to the bars and yep. they just be sitting. They just be at the head of the bar like Hank Aaron was one of them. Yep, would just come to the bar, just be chilling, drinking beer. Yep, by himself. We had it all. Then another thing. 50 years ago, Native Americans seized the Milwaukee Coast Guard's um, station. So I thought I'd bring up something of our ancestors, what they did. Go ahead and break it down a little bit. You can read a little bit of that. So in 1971, August 15th, before daybreak, local members of the American Indian Movement, AIM, occupied the vacant Coast Guard station on McKinley Beach. The takeover on the site of the Milwaukee Lakefront was part of a larger wave of actions by AIM, including the occupation of Wounded Knee, SD, and the abandoned federal prison in Alcatraz Island in San Francisco Bay. The purpose was to raise awareness over the trail of broken promises that led to the theft of the Native American lands. This Sunday is the 50th anniversary of the McKinley Coast Guard station occupation will be commemorated at McKinley Park. So that. That's a little bit about us, a little bit more history of Milwaukee. Since Milwaukee, got, since Milwaukee made national history of being the, I mean, national news being the 2021, you know, NBA champions. And I had a ton of history over the weekend with the, when all our family was in town. Yeah. Because our one cousin that's still in Texas, he was breaking down, he had photos, he sent me a photo, like, he got stuff going way back. Right. Way back. We have photos. And I feel like, you know, we're fortunate that we actually have government documents. We have actual photos. If I could find my card, it would be nice. Go going ahead. back to like the 1700s and stuff like that. And most people, they, most black people. They most don't. black people don't have documentation of being Native Americans. Fortunately, our grandmother and other people in our family 
had enough sense to get it all documented so we're not just running around saying, hey, we're Native American. And be like, oh, you black people think you're Indian. Mm-hmm. So that was dope. And and Grandma, she took me through a whole history. My goodness, she had everything. I remember one day we spent all afternoon, she was just showing me photos and documentation and telling stories. She broke broke it all the way down. Yeah. All the way down. So maybe in the future with us, all these creative entertainers we have on this this side of the family, which I noticed. I noticed that Saturday. I'm like, dang, we all just entertainers or creative people. Right. Right. Maybe we'll get together and maybe do something, do a documentary, do something. I don't know. Maybe we'll figure something out because it's a good story to tell. Right. It really is a good story to tell. All right. I think that's it, man. Swizzle, that's it. We didn't finish episode 108. It was a little short and sweet, you guys. I tried my best. I tried my best to do you it. Best you tried. I you I, I don't know what's wrong with Swizzle, guys. I try, you guys. I'm not going to urge you care anymore. I'm just going to let them be sick. That's what I'm just going to let them be sick. Be sick. That's what it is. I'm just going to let you be sick. All right, you guys. Check this out. Check Have it some out. Fun. Do something. Of course, I always say go to a comedy show. The Milwaukee Improv opened up um, yesterday. Well, they had a soft opening, but yesterday the first comedian I had was my boy Bozeman. I'm so happy that he was one of the first um, headliners. Um, so I'm excited about that. But anyways, whatever city you live in or state or whatever, you know what I'm trying to say. Uh, city to city, state to just state. Just go do something fun. And do something like happy. Yeah, do something super happy. I'm going to be going to the Brewers game Saturday for the first time this season. And the Brewers are balling. The Brewers are balling out. So we're going to tailgate. It's the Hispanic um, night. I hang around with a lot of Latinos and Hispanic people. So I can can tell. Well, I mean, I grew up with them. So it is what it is. So I'm doing that. And then I'm going to, uh, I'm going to volunteer at the Fiesta Mexicana Festival next weekend. I'm going to pass out refreshments. That's what I do. I pass out refreshments and water. That's how I volunteer. <laughs> so I can come get free water, basically? <laughs> you can. But I love um, the Festa. I love Festa because I love Mexican food. It'd be fun. Irish Fest is this weekend. So our festivals are coming back, which is dope. And um, one thing that I like about this city, we have festivals for each culture. We are segregated, so we do have festivals. We have Irish, Mexican, Italian, German, African, American. Native. Native, well, Indian summer, they call it. And then summer fest is just everybody. So um, Irish fest is this weekend, which you already know if you Irish, this is about to be a bunch of, and Wisconsin is going to be nothing but drunk people. This is going to be a good time. They're going to have a good time at Irish fest. I might pop through. It's right down the street. And then um, Festa Mexicana, that's so much fun. Man, they be having some good food there. Yeah, Fiesta. What did oh, I say? Okay. Festa? Festa. Fiesta. Fiesta. I get um, Fiesta. Festa Italia and Fiesta. You know what I'm trying Festa to say, yo. Fiesta Italiana. I d- listen, I leave you. me alone, man. <laughs> Mexican is Italian. Right. And they, you know, their language is similar, too. That's another thing I'm doing. I took four years of Spanish, and I got it, but I think I'm going to refresh. I want to get my Spanish back to where I can talk more. For real? Yeah. You're getting it back. I've been working on it. I, at the Puerto Rican festival, I had no choice. I, I, if my back is up against the wall, I could talk Spanish. 
Like if I'm in a situation where they all speak Spanish and your life is in danger and no and I'm just saying <laughs> what I mean that life in what danger but no <laughs> and we about to kill no, that, I wish I could do that in nail shops man I wish I could bust them man them Asians man <laughs> I know they be talking about us man they just sound angry That's no they Korean. just nah nah I caught a few I, I you could tell and then I said and then I'll play it off like you know I, I you know I understand you and then and then they stop I don't know what the hell they saying, <laughs> but I know they be saying stuff. I know they do. I don't care. And this is no Asian hate. It's for real. Y'all know what y'all be doing. I've been doing this as long, but we still go to y'all, so I can't complain. But yeah, if I'm in a situation where everyone's speaking Spanish and, and I'm the only non-speaking Spanish person and they talking to me, it kicks in for some odd reason. It just kicks in and I naturally just get a flow. Like yeah. I, was, I was out. My boy Jesus, you know Jesus is my friend. He always takes me to this Mexican restaurant. <laughs> what would he do? <laughs> <laughs> Take me to a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> and they speak nothing but Spanish. That's it. They ain't trying to they ain't trying to hear English. The menu be Spanish. Me- menu everything. I know it's probably down the I south side. I sit down, I can read it, I can read Spanish, I can understand it. I just have a problem with Speaking of that's because I was Ronald, just like how we have, you know how each culture have their slang. So like I know book Spanish and I know street Spanish. And then, then there's different, like Mexicans, Puerto Ricans, yeah. all the, they all have different. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you give me the room and they all going at it. And they all got guns and they about to do something. No, I didn't say that. You that's know not exactly what I meant. About to go no. <laughs> no, when I was in Mexico one time, I was on a cruise and I had I was in um I don't remember where I was in Mexico. And this little girl kept trying to sell me a snake. She was like 10 years old and she kept trying to sell me a state snake. And I was like, I she was getting on my nerves. Like she was really pressing me. And I snapped in Spanish and I didn't realize that's Probably what I meant by my back against the wall when I finally had enough. Oh, that's what you meant. And I just, I just went off, and she got it. And I, and honestly, I don't know what I said, but it was Spanish, and she got it, and she took off, and she left me alone. She was trying to sell me a snake, and it was getting on my damn nerves. And she would not leave. She kept following me, and she wouldn't leave me alone. Probably saying you eat bugs. Was like, she don't know nothing about them sellers. bugs. This was oh, a this long time ago. That? This is for bugs, Edie. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying to get back into getting my Spanish better. I'm work. I've been working on it. Well, I'm gonna help you. Why you not speak Spanish? I didn't take four years. I took three. Okay, can you speak it now? Can you say anything? Boko, been... Bukino, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what the hell. <laughs> okay, a little so, bit. You know what? It's, it's masa, 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 masa Maso menu, more or less. No, you saying it wrong. Maso menu. All right, you guys, we're not going to end on this because that is horrible. We're ending on. You got him, El Don Suave. I don't. You ain't El Don nothing. You El Don Don, dum dum. So let's go. Let's, let's just end this. This is an episode one hundred eight. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please check out nolajcomedy dot com. Please check out my page on Facebook, Nola J. I'm Nola J Comedy on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. No, not Snapchat. Um, I'm missing something. on Snapchat? I, I'm on it, but I don't up. think it's Nola J. Com. Or is that premium? I don't know what it is. But anyways, just um, check me out. You guys go out, have some fun. Do what you got to do. I know they got all these Vaseline requirements and no Vaseline and masks and no this. Hey, I did that joke last week as a new joke. I told the crowd I was going raw. I broke it all the way down. 
big laughs, big laughs. Okay. I was like, I'm going raw. I'm still going raw, y'all. I'm Nola J, episode 108, a.k.a. Chocolate Blind, a.k.a. Jizzle. And before we go, can you tell the people where they can find you eating ch- turkey legs? On my OnlyFans page, if I, I got to start eating turkey legs. $4.99? I might, might be free. No, I'm going to do $4.99. $2.99. How about $2.99 and watch me eat? I don't think they with credit card fees and you be, might as well Four, be Okay, $4.99 and I'm going to eat turkey legs. With a whole bunch of butter. Do turkey, do there's a butter and turkey legs? That don't you, even you make sense. You might as well. You doing, you might as well put, <laughs> record it on uh, Clubhouse. No. And I'm, I'm Young Don Suave, a.k.a. Young Suave Suture, a.k.a. Suave Rider, a.k.a. Suave Mente, a.k.a. Don S. The King. Oh, my God. You done? I mean, I got more. No. No, you don't. We out. Deuces. Peace out. Yeah. Tell a friend to download and subscribe to the No Reason Podcast with Nola J, the Chocolate Blonde. Go to the website nolajcomedy.com. That's nolajcomedy.com.